Welcome to the Fuck the Generational Wealth Gap podcast. I'm your host, Elise Alexander, your go-to fam when it comes to creating a wealthy life and getting rid of all the mental baggage that comes with codependency and perfectionism. It is not an easy trip, but you better bet your ass it's worth it and you are worthy of it. So today is episode 10 and we are going to talk about fear of failure. And I know that fear of failure is kind of something that has always made it difficult in other people's lives to move forward as well as just general fear. So we're going to do a series around fear. (laughs) So what we're going to talk about today is something that really has sat with me for a long time and really not given me the ability to push forward in my business, in my life, in my opportunities, in my relationships. It has hindered me in many different things. But something that really I like to remember a lot about fear of failure is a quote from Lisa Nichols, which is the only thing worse than not having trans than not having a transformational life is knowing the thing that takes to make it transformational and not doing them because then you live in the awareness of what to do but the lack of action i'm going to repeat that one more time the only thing worse than not having a transformational life is knowing what it takes to transform your life but not doing it because then you live in the awareness of what to do, but the lack of action. And Lisa Nichols is someone who has deeply inspired me in my life to truly continue to push on that it does not matter your history, that it does not matter the evidence of who you were, that it gets to be your future, whatever you want it to be, and that you are capable of everything you want. You are beautiful. You are a fingerprint and no one else can be you. So what we're going to talk about today is where did we get this fear of failure from? And does everybody have it? (laughs) We are also going to talk about why is fear of failure paralyzing? How do we rewire our brain? And why I choose someone to promote and level up who's failing, why that's important to me. Why also having creativity blocks does not work for you. and a mechanism on how to daily push past your fear. So let's start with a definition of fear of failure. For me, what I, what I resonate with and what I connected to is that fear of failure is an irrational and persistent fear of falling. It is sometimes this fear might emerge in a response situation, but it might also just generally emerge. And it has a lot to do with mental health as well as physical health. So where does it come from? (laughs) Fear of failure is innate. It's something that has literally been inside of me since I was a little kid, because the idea of where I got my worth from or my love from was attached to that definition, that if I failed, I was not lovable, that if I failed, I could not continue to work better and continue to create something new. So Where does fear of failure come from? Oh, this is going to hurt. It comes from your parents. Because normally that's where we pick it up from. And if it's not a parent, it might be a sibling. It might be a grandparent. It might be a great grandparent. It also might be someone who just generally was around you your whole life. We pick up beliefs from everywhere. (laughs) It is crazy. Does everyone have fear of failure? 
100%. I have never met a single person in my whole life who has never experienced fear of failure, who has never once been like, you know what, maybe I don't want to do this. Or, you know what, failure is not a big deal to me, whatever, let's go. I've never met one single person that has not had that fear and that has not at least been willing to share it once. They might not tell a lot of people, but they're willing to admit that they're afraid of failing. This means celebrities. This means people who are in movies. This means the people who have millions and billions of dollars. Everybody has a fear of failure. It is not just sexist or ageist or communityist or whatever it is that's around you. It's everyone. There's no single person that is left out in this experience. So number two, why is fear of failure paralyzing? Fear of failure has been paralyzing for me in my life because you don't move forward. Fear of failure physically puts you in a physical state where you are just stuck and you are sitting in your stuckness. And what does that do? That doesn't move us anywhere. We have to be able to be willing to take small steps so that we can continue to move forward. Because here's what happens when you push a big step into fear of failure. You know those revolving doors that when you push them forward, they also come back to hit you back in the face? That's kind of what it's like if you put a lot of steps that are big in fear of failure. We need small steps. We need small breadcrumbs to continue to get us there so that we built up that consistency, that momentum. Because here's what happens. When fear of failure becomes paralyzing, we don't move forward. The idea of perfectionism is now what we want and we're just never gonna create anything. We're never gonna move forward. And then we physically become paralyzed. We either sit and don't move, we either bring all of our emotions back into us, or we have anxiety. And I definitely know what that is like in that experience because fear of failure shows up for me and manifests for me like hyperventilation, like anxiety, like depression. And I have to remember to distinguish between is this fear of failure or do I really feel depressed? Is this fear of failure or is my body just starting to have a physical connotation of texture because I'm uncomfortable? What is it, right? So why fear of failure is so paralyzing is because we're afraid to make one mistake, let alone a million, which is exactly what needs to happen. Just like when we learn a language, the more you learn it, the more you mess up. It's important because you can't learn a language just on an app. You need to continue to use it, continue to create consistency out of it. You need to continue to create a real sentence so that someone can communicate with you. So next question, why, what are you motivated by? Oh, I think this is a pristine question about fear of failure because I did not know what I was motivated by. I thought I was motivated to like make my dad proud, to make my family love me, all the things, right? Motivated by um, not wanting to be alone. But really my key motivation was actually to stay safe because I had been so uncomfortable throughout most of my life and so much different kinds of experiences and trauma and abuse that you start to have this thought of like, 
okay, I want to only be safe. I don't ever want to be uncomfortable ever again. I don't ever want to put myself in a position where I cannot find a way to move forward or like I'm feeling like, oh my God, I made this mistake again. It is crazy how those feelings start to come up. So what are you motivated by? Are you motivated to stay safe? Are you motivated to not be alone? What are, what is your real core motivation? And I'm not talking about like the band-aid motivation. I'm talking about like the thing all the way down. What is it that you are motivated most about? And for me, if my core motivation is safety, but my fear of failure is in the way, then I'm going to have to push even harder in wanting to be uncomfortable or allowing myself to be uncomfortable to be able to experience the shift. And I'm not talking about push rock uphill. I'm talking about allowing yourself to sit in the uncomfortable moment to be able to experience whatever lesson you're meant to experience. And motivation has a lot to do with that. I also believe motivation is bullshit. That's an entirely different subject on an entirely different conversation that we will have soon. But truly figuring out like, what are you motivated by? And what is the emotional attachment to that? It's important. And it's important to acknowledge what kind of person that you are, because obviously my two contradict each other. So I had to know that it was going to be a little bit harder for me and to acknowledge that for myself. So how to rewire your brain. (laughs) This is the powerful part. Because rewiring your brain, it's difficult. I'll be honest with you. It is not the easiest thing in the world. But It is something that when you are willing, it's like that. Because sometimes we just need to hear something in a different way or a different time or someone else saying it to be able to really hear it, to be able to really take it in and receive it. So for me, how I have rewired my brain is acknowledging the fear, acknowledging like, wow, you know what? I'm I'm in fear right now. This doesn't feel comfortable. I don't enjoy this. I would rather not do it than to do it the wrong way or to have someone judge me of doing it the wrong way. So I acknowledge the fear. I also then acknowledge that nothing lasts forever, that I do not have to be as uncomfortable as I'm making myself, that nothing lasts forever. So after I acknowledge that nothing lasts forever, there's a loop that needs to be closed. And at the end of the loop is you acknowledging your own self of these are thoughts not facts. Thoughts, not facts. So when your brain says, well, I'm afraid of of failing because no one's going to love me. Thought, not fact. So I ask myself every time something comes out of my head when I'm getting ready to step on a big ledge, is it a thought or is it a fact? And that is how you're going to start to rewire the sequence of how it comes up in your head. You can also ask yourself, is this true? This will also have to kind of cohabitate with regulating your nervous system because we are not very good at that, especially if you did not learn it from your parents because we do not just learn how to regulate our nervous system by ourselves. (laughs) So being able to ask yourself, okay, is this a thought, Uh, not a fact? And then being able to hold yourself in the uncomfortability of the space. Because after six seconds, that emotion releases. And after that, it is our decision on whether or not we want to continue to sit in that place or not. So breathing, full breath in, 
release out your mouth or your nose and just asking yourself, is this a thought? Is this a fact? How is it that I'm feeling right now? Am I connected to my body? All of these things will help you rewire your brain. So why is it that I choose someone who is failing as someone who I want to level up in management? For me, I am aware that when someone is failing, it's because they're trying. It's because they're working at it. It's because they're willing to be seen and they're willing to continue to do it until they get it right. And not get it right as society's standards of getting it right, but getting it right for themselves and getting it right to where it feels good to them, to where they can do it and it's flawless. And not flawless is imperfect, flawless is in you feel and flow. So it's important to me that people acknowledge that the ones who are working really hard and who are making mistakes, those are the ones who should be leveled up. Those are the ones who should be given the promotion because they're taking action and they're willing to fail so that they can continue to get better and continue to get better and continue to get better and continue to get better. And that's what really helps us not quit helps us achieve the big vision of the big dream. Cause I know you got big dreams or else you wouldn't be here with me. And I'm not talking about big dreams of like maybe, you know, doing one book or writing one thing. I'm talking about creating your own brand. I'm talking about creating a vision of the world, the way that you see it and giving and teaching your medicine to the world because you're here for a reason. And you came to me for a reason. So why is it that fear of failure has a lot to do with creativity? And this is where I will come back to Brene Brown, which is no fear of failure, no creativity. Because when there's so much fear of doing something wrong, no one is willing to step out of the box. No one is willing to say, hey, you know what? I have a crazy ass idea. Because they don't want to be made fun of. They don't want to be judged. And there's so much to that. But let's be real. Done is better than perfect. Done is better than perfect. And when there's no creativity, there's no joy. And I'm big on joy, you guys. Return on joy, R-O-J, is something that is more important to me than R-O-I, return on investment. And it is because of things like creativity that remind me that we have to be willing to fail. We have to be willing to be wrong. And the last segment is really about the mechanism on how you push past fear, which is putting one step in front of the other and knowing the acknowledgement of feeling uncomfortable, the acknowledgement that nothing lasts forever, and really sitting with the fact, hey, you know what? This makes me really uncomfortable. What is one thing that I can do right now to make a promise to myself and keep it? because that is how we build comfortability. That's how we build trust. And that's how we stop fear of failure is being willing to put a magnifying glass or a light over it to make the power of the dark go away. So the last exit question that I'm gonna give you is what are you allowing fear of failure to stop you from starting or getting clarity about today? What are you going to do today to shift that? because that's really important and that's why we're here. So I really wanna take a moment and acknowledge you for this really uncomfortable conversation that we're having, but that you know that you are worth it 
and that this is going to be the best ride that you've ever decided to make because you get to be the person who tries. You get to be the person that at the end of your life says, oh my gosh, at least I tried. At least I gave it my freaking all because fear of failure doesn't get to have all of the power. So for more information, for more really interesting and comfortable stories, please follow Burning Pure on Instagram. And if you resonate with anything that I've said today that you connect with, that you are really feeling sits with you, or if you have any questions on how it is that something is working for you or something isn't working for you, please contact me so that we can have this discussion together because I am very much about community and it is not just about one person getting to the top of the mountain. I hope you guys have a wonderful worthy, wealthy, and incredible weekend. I will see you next week. Thank you so much.